This is Design 30. Welcome in to the Design 30 podcast where I provide tools and strategies to improve creativity, innovation, and overall design confidence in just 30 minutes or less. Today, I will be discussing a saying or a quote from one of my old managers I had a few years ago. And it's something that I I try to live by now in much of my design work. And that quote is, feel the pain. So what in the world is meant by feel the pain? So the core of this message is that you're making decisions or if you're making decisions that don't have an impact on you, then you are less likely to make a, a good decision. Uh, you're, you can run the risk of being too removed from the situation or your incentive structure for making that decision is uh, can be out of whack. And I think this applies in business, it applies in politics, uh, even your local community issues, and it definitely applies in design. In design, you don't want to be disconnected. Separation between you and the problem that you're trying to solve, it tends to lead to a lack of empathy. And you're unlikely to understand the true problem that you're trying to solve or you're unlikely to understand the root cause. And if you don't truly understand the problem, the odds that you're going to come up with a innovative and overall beneficial solution or an efficient solution is less and less likely. You might be able to design a product that addresses the problem partially or maybe even more than partially, but not quite as uh, impactful as it could be if you truly understand this problem. And one way to truly understand the problem is to actually feel the pain that the problem is causing, putting yourself in that user's shoes. Um, And if you don't feel the pain, if this isn't something that you are integrating into your design process or the way you manage your company, you're going to run into a, a whole list of different temptations. If you do not have to feel the pain or be impacted by the decisions, then a few temptations you might run into are making decisions that make you look good rather than choosing the best solution to the actual problem you're trying to solve. Or your decisions might be ba- might be based on short-term money and not what is best long-term either for a product, for your users, uh, for your company, or for your employees. For example, sometimes you can get so caught up in hitting something like a quarterly financial goal that you sacrifice money in research and development and you're sacrificing success, uh, innovation, and new products on the back end. Uh, In general, if you're not feeling the pain of decision, you tend to look, or you can tend to look more short-term rather than long-term. You simply won't understand the impacts of a decision, a policy, or a solution as well if it's 
something that you will be completely disconnected from and not feeling the pain. How does one actually, quote, feel the pain? Well, you need to have some skin in the game, and that rhymed. It was unintentional, but now I kind of like it. But so how do you have skin in the game? How do you actually feel the pain, especially in the world of design? So you want to make sure you stay connected. Um, And in design, you make sure you're connected with your users. The market segment of people that you're actually trying to get to purchase uh, your product and whatever problem it's solving. Um, In other realms, you might be staying connected with your employees or in the world of politics, you're going to need to stay connected with your voter base. But going back to design, you need to stay connected with the users. And before that, you can even just use the product that you designed. Make sure you understand uh, the problem that you are trying to solve with it so that you use it in the correct scenario. Um, And then also look at competitors' products and use those and see how they compare. Uh, Can you actually replicate the problem that people are complaining about and that you're trying to solve? Um, Are you feeling the pain that your uh, supposed user base is going to feel or is feeling with the current products on the market? And then if your product is something that is mechanical, if it's something that uh, is going to need to be assembled, and especially if it's going to be assembled by uh, the potential users, you need to, as a designer, actually assemble the product yourself. You need to understand what that process is like and put yourself in the shoes of whether it's your production technicians who will be building it, or perhaps it's a, you know, if you're designing vehicles, it's the mechanic who's going to have to service the vehicle, or it's your, you know, some of your customers or your users will want to work on their own vehicles. So what is their experience going to be like? Uh, So actually assembling, disassembling, understanding that whole design for manufacturability and assembly is going to be huge. Uh, especially in the realm of product design with mechanical uh, sort of products. Another thing you can do is commit to using your products for a certain period of time. So obviously if you're designing it, you should know exactly when and where it's going to be used. So just integrate that into your life for a certain period of time, whether that's for one week or a month. Um, I think it really depends on what the product is. But if you can try to rely solely on the solution you're developing, that will give you incredible insight into how well it's actually going to function uh, for your users. And then finally, uh, something that's probably overblown and talked about uh, way too much uh, is communication. It's talked about a lot because it's important. And you often won't be the one actually feeling the pain you won't be the one feeling the pain directly. So this requires good communication, whether that's between you and your production team or whoever is building the product or between you and your users. So you need some way to garner feedback uh, from the people who are actually using the product in uh, their everyday lives. So this can be uh, comments, it could be doing robust user testing, Uh, with a beta or something like that before you actually release the product. Um, But in some way, you need to make sure you're communicating with those 
who are actually feeling the pain, especially if it's a scenario where you can't possibly feel the pain. For example, if it's something that is for pregnant mothers and you're a man, you might have a tough time understanding what they're going through and actually legitimately feeling the pain of uh, whatever they're going through and whatever they need this product to solve. So in that scenario, you have to find those people and have good communication with them to understand what they're going through and better empathize with them. A few examples of this, um, and starting with business, and this is something that I haven't necessarily dealt with um, as a leader in a business, but it's more of an an observation of uh, leadership and those who've done it well and those who perhaps haven't done it quite as well in the different uh, companies I've worked in and even in uh, throughout school. And So the first one for business is you want to stay connected with those whom your policies are actually impacting. So if you're in a university, obviously you need to make sure you're staying connected with your students and understanding how your policies from a university perspective are impacting them. It's easy from a management position to get removed from the impacts of the decisions you make. And I think this is just as applicable in a normal business or company that if you're in a management position, you can get so caught up in uh, all the details of what it takes to manage people, which is a really difficult job, but you want to make sure you don't lose that connection of actually understanding what their day-to-day experience is and what the policies that you're choosing to implement are doing to them and how they're impacting them. So staying connected with them, again, this goes back to good communication um, and just physically being present with those people. And another one that might seem a bit obvious, but is difficult to do in practice, and this is being open to feedback. Uh, You need to be willing to meet with employees and explain what your choice was. They may not like it still, uh, but at least you should be capable of explaining Uh, why you made the choice and your rationale behind it. And obviously there will be unpopular decisions that you're going to have to make. Uh, This is true for any business. Uh, There's times where you just have to make a difficult decision that is going to be tough on your employees. But if you can explain why you made that, the rationale behind it and how it's going to benefit the business, uh, that goes a long ways towards keeping your employees motivated and still believing in the vision of the company. And this is something I've experienced personally with some, some really good managers and leadership in the companies I've worked in. And they can, they've made decisions maybe that I don't agree with uh, on its face or at first, but as they explain it and describe what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish with that decision, even though it takes a little while to, to digest it, eventually at least for me, I got to the point where I, I could get behind that and and still stick with the company, believe in the vision, and be a you know a happy, productive employee for them. And then in the world of design, or more specifically product design, since that is what this podcast is about, after all, like I mentioned earlier, you need to use your design, so actually interact with it personally. Uh, But don't stop there. You must put it in the hands of users. 
Um, I'm, this is something that you're probably going to hear me say a hundred million times throughout this podcast. It's just, you have to find those users. You have to find people who, uh, match your target market and put your product in their hands. And you can feel the pain that they're going through, through their harsh criticisms. Um, and for certain products, there definitely will be harsh criticisms. And that's something that when it's your design, it's kind of like your brainchild. It can be pretty difficult to hear those things. But if you allow it to happen, you allow that criticism, you allow that honest feedback, you will be able to uh, implement that and improve your designs way faster uh, than having to learn those hard lessons when your product is actually out on the market and not selling very well. Uh, even your production team will provide you with a lot of valuable feedback. And this is something you probably hear me say a lot simply because it's something that I've experienced and it's been really helpful for me listening to my, uh, my production team. Uh, in my previous position, I designed a ton of uh, kind of small scale custom uh, sample mounts for these cryostats that uh, my company designs and builds. And in this position, for each one of those systems, uh, we would have what we called a show and tell when the system was ready to ship to uh, one of our customers. And this essentially uh, involved a large portion of the company coming together and looking at the system, the production technician who built it would kind of talk through how the build went, what they liked, what went well. Uh, but they would also talk about things that especially with the custom parts that I designed that maybe didn't go so well or caused some issues or that they were concerned about for the customer. And that could be pretty difficult to hear a lot of the time because it's, you know, it, it can easily, not that they'd ever mean it this way, but it can easily turn into just everyone kind of nitpicking uh, your individual design and it's at a time the system's about to ship. So it's not like you can make a change and uh, you know improve your design that much before it ships to a customer. You literally would have a day or two. So this was pretty difficult, but the advantage to it was, since we were doing these designs so frequently, the things you learned from one show and tell, you could take back and implement on the next design that was gonna be coming out the next month. And so it was a really good way to actually hone your skills as a designer and just slowly, methodically improve uh, my ability. And I saw it in the other engineers around me to improve our ability to design these very user-friendly and uh, highly functional uh, sample mounts. So in summary, what does it mean to quote, feel the pain? So to feel the pain means that you are actually feeling the impacts of decisions that you make, or for a product, you're feeling the, the pain that the current solution or the product you're trying to replace causes. And it also means that you use, assemble, interact with your current design or the product you're designing to replace current products and understand the benefits and the cons of your design. And you feel uh, where it's difficult to use, where it's uh, potentially in need of redesign and improvement. And so the ways to do this, the ways to feel the pain, are to use your product, assemble your product, 
listen to and obtain user feedback. Seek this out. I can't say that enough. Uh, listen to your production slash uh, assembly team's feedback. And finally, don't become disconnected. You want to make sure you are communicating well with your production team. You're communicating with uh, either your literal users or potentially your beta users, some way uh, to get feedback and stay in communication with these people who are using your product. So with that, we will dive into the Design 30 discipline for this week. And the first thing on the list is to make a list of all the designs you're currently working on or the decisions that you need to make this week or different policies potentially that you're looking at creating slash enacting. And then for each one, I want you to list two ways that you can quote unquote, feel the pain and how you can empathize with your users or your employees. And then pick just one of these and focus on actually living that out. Focus on living out the ways that you can feel the pain. And then make note of this in your calendar for when you believe you will have actually felt the pain. And then once that date passes and you've gone through this whole experience, you've felt the pain, finally write out what pain you felt, what insights it gave you, and how those insights were or acted upon. What did you do with that? Were you able to uh, gain some insight from going through this process, feeling the pain of a policy or of a decision you made for your company? And then how did you implement that uh, feedback or what you learned from that experience? And that is the Design 30 discipline for this week. And as you know by now, that marks the end of this episode. As always, please find the Design 30 Instagram. It's actually at Learn Design 30. And go ahead and give me a follow on there. And you will see some little bits of design strategies and tools, but also um, I make sure to announce when new episodes are posted or maybe tease new episodes before they come out. And then you can also find Design 30 on YouTube if you would uh, rather go through there. At this time, I'm only posting the podcast as well on YouTube, but there will be additional videos coming up and some product reviews and things of that nature. Also, please subscribe to the Design 30 Substack. Again, you can uh, do this for free. There is also a paid version, which allows you to get um, the podcast or audio version of this, all the Substack writings. And then finally, I haven't mentioned it in a while, but I am also on Patreon. So if you want to support the podcast monetarily, there's Patreon. Or if you want to support it in a lot of other ways, which are really useful, I would love it if you would rate the podcast on Spotify or just share it. Um, share it on your social media, share it with friends and family, and that would be awesome. Okay, this has been another episode of the Design 30 Podcast. As always, thank you for joining.